This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. That one you levicated to all the bicycle riders seen. Bicycle rider, bicycle rider. Bike rider, my other bike rider. And good morning and welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Use Group Radio Program on 3CR 855am and digital. And thank you to Democracy Now! for the last hour of Current Affairs and my name's Chris and welcome Baresh from Public Transport Not Traffic in its studio. Thanks for having me here, it's great to be here. Yeah, so the predicted um, snow snowageddon hasn't rocked up and it's beautiful and sunny outside. How I, was your ride in, Baresh? Well, it was lovely, actually. I mean, a bit crisp because I leave for work before eight, but oh, I was expecting the rain to continue and now we've got sun greeting us. I think it's going to be one of those kind of intermittent days where you have little bursts going over. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm prepared for all weather. I've got my overalls if I need to chuck them on. <laughs> so... Um, how, how, how are you going with them? Um, I know she got a like a, a touring bike out there. That's right. Oh, yeah. look, I've taken I've taken that a few places now. Yeah. Um, I bought it on special, and Viventi were throwing them out, and I haven't looked back. It's it's an absolute gem of a bike. Yeah, because uh, we're here to talk about race to town hall on this um, e- e- edition of Yarra Bicycle Use Group Radio. We're predominantly about bikes on this show, but uh, this is more to do with public transport because. Um, I was just noticing it's more or less the you're going to an epicenter, you're going to Richmond Town Hall. That's right. Was it was it, from what boundary? Oh look, we're we're inviting people to participate from any place within Yarra, whether yeah. it's their workplace, school, or um or where they live. Um, I mean, it's we chose Richmond Town Hall because uh, it's it's one of the major civic centres. It's where our council regularly meets and. Um, and it's also a you know shopping a shopping district plus plus importantly with public transport we've got quite good access in the inner city to to the CBD itself but getting across town from east west is a bit of an issue for a lot of people and that's why I think we see people jump in their cars um, as opposed to taking public transport that is those people that don't already cycle around our. Yeah, we've got to be, be careful of the magic words east-west. We're all a bit jumpy after oh, the last true. two, three years, aren't we? <laughs> it, it's also a direction as well as a, a road that we knocked off, yeah. Yeah, but it's more to do with the fact that, oh, I hope I can get this the right way, we have a network, not a system, or is it a system, not a network when it comes to PT? I, I get the two confused. Well, we have a system, but yeah. we we need a, a networked system and an integrated network. So, I mean... Part of the integration is absolutely between bicycles and, and public transport. I mean, I'm I'm usually a, a bicycle user, but I do from time to time jump on um, a mode of public transport, whether it's because it's raining or or because I'm travelling a much farther distance. Certainly when I'm trying to get to the rail trail that links us up to Warburton, I, I jump on the, the train to get me um, to Lilydale um, and then enjoy the really lovely part of the ride. But no, I mean, look... The two are really complementary, you know. Yes. In a good, in a good integrated uh, system, you've got bicycle users uh, enjoying a safe, separated bike path, while a lot of other people are, are taken out of their cars and into public transport. 
I mean, what we have here at the moment, which is, I suppose, what the main reason we're putting on these events is, is because successive governments have underinvested in, in public transport and in bicycle infrastructure. And as a result, we've got um, a car-dependent culture. And, you know, that's something we really want to work against. Mm. Kind of working my way back to the bike PT thing. Yep. This is something that came out of um, about a fortnight ago, and there was a campaign that um, Yarrabug was involved with was to get it's a very contentious issue and the probably people out there will be aware of it, is the Russell Reserve proposed share path, which is to connect up um, a shared path which ends at a underpass at Russell Station. Now, good bit of news if you haven't heard, it was back on Tuesday the 21st of July, Yarra Council passed an amendment for the Russell Reserve proposed share path and which means that the issue moves moves to a consultation and design process. The amendment also means that the share path option wasn't voted down and lost. Now, um, you can go to the Yarrabug website, yarrabug.org, for, um, yarrabug dot, yarrabug.org, and we've got the amendment link there. But it was an interesting bit that came up when we were researching this was Russell Station is one of the most underutilised train stations in the inner Melbourne, you know, 5k 10k whatever and there's these blocks of people within north fitzroy and who can't use it they have to go walk all the way over to either mary or or westgarth Mm -hmm. and it's very very interesting this connectivity even in the inner suburbs sometimes there's these blind spots yeah absolutely i mean that particular issue i suppose it's it's about access i mean when public transport or when when potential users of public transport have a good access to a a station of whether it's rail bus tram um they're more likely to use it and a matter you know the catchment area is 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 the term often used and that's really all about proximity if if someone lives two minutes walking distance to their train station they're much more likely to use it if they live 10 minutes um you know the minutes do make a difference and, and i suppose that in that particular thing you're talking about, although it's highly contentious and I'm certainly not a, in favour of chopping down trees unnecessarily, mm. um, I think the council could probably do it in a way that was advantageous for everyone. And, you know, there, there would be an increased catchment which would result in, you know, better yeah. better opportunities for public transport and more people getting out of their cars and taking the train to work. Yeah, um, because you, you were at part of that meeting back on the 21st. I was. And I, you could yeah. feel how contentious it was. I can. I, I mean, I did, and, and, and I, I really get where the people who use that park are coming from in that it's, you know, parkland is precious in this in this um, city, and we certainly don't want big roads being dug up in the middle of them, as was the case with the East-West Link and Royal mm. Park. I think this is a different different matter entirely. Yeah, because there was two design options put up and the design option that, and I think it was made quite clear at the council meetings, we're talking about Yarra Council, was that people weren't even sure of what was happening. So the the council wants to move on a a design and consultation process. And I think that this came up because VicTrack actually said you you can have, you know, utilise the land along that um, embankment. So I I can see vast potential there for a very well-designed, sensitively done process shared path that hugs that embankment and, you know, kind of um, fixes up down at the end of Holden Street. Because a real big concern down there is accessibility. People have been, you know, with this debate, been going on about, about cyclists. It's not. It's about pedestrians. Anyone with mums and dads and kids and strollers and cargo bikes, that's a real pinch point. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's quite concerning because I know a lot of people who travel from Northcote to North Fitzroy and stuff with kids, and they're, it's, 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 it's a real, um, real barrier for them. Yeah. 
And I mean, I wasn't there for Martin Leckie's speech, but he was representing um, the disability users uh, or the the people with accessibility issues. And um, and yeah, he he pointed out, I'm pretty sure, because I talked to him beforehand, that you know this is also a real issue for people that um, have mobility needs and you know are on a wheelchair for in a wheelchair. And it's really difficult navigating that underpass. So, look, I think I think it's great that the council's actually going to put something uh, a real a real plan together, so people can look at it, and there's not going to be speculation about how many trees or yes. where it's going to go. People need to know before they can make a, a decision on it. So that's just kind of the best sort of advocacy or the best type of consultations. You bring the community along with you or people who have a direct concern instead of like top-down decisions. I've noticing stuff with Mernda Rail and the level crossing stuff at the moment. They're doing all the consultation stuff, but they seems to be of a slightly different um, intention towards it. You yeah. know, they they actually are listening. I, I, I like to think that, Baresh, but... That's that's what we want to hear. Yeah. Yeah, listening is important, important part of the planning process. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be back in the tick and we'll get into the interview proper about Race to Town Hall. The Melbourne Street Medics need your help. On Saturday the 18th of July, when we took to the streets against Reclaim Australia, Victoria Police pepper sprayed the crowd. We treated more than 100 people and we're asking you to donate to help restock our kits and train up new medics. We believe in empowering people to fight for a better world. Please help us to care for those who stand up for our rights. Please go to ozcrowd.com and search for Melbourne Street Medics or go to the Melbourne Street Medics Facebook page for more information on how to donate. And you're back listening to Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR 855 AM and digital. Okay, Baresh, race to town hall. Okay, why don't we just start at the beginning? Public transport, not traffic. Sure. Well, I mean, I'm a, a campaigner for that group and we got together around the time that um, the East-West Link was announced and uh, the Yarra Council started getting active on it, as did a lot of other community groups. Um, and I suppose my involvement initially was was with the steering committee and council to help them sort of work out where to get active, where to spend their money and, and get the community on board. Um, that all took off, as we know, and and there was a lot of movement in the inner north, northern suburbs and some other, other areas, definitely City of Moreland got on board. Um, but I suppose we identified a bit of an issue definitely being presented by some of Murdoch's press that this is just an inner city thing. And we knew it. We knew it wasn't just inner city. We knew that this was going to affect um, everyone, everyone that was hoping for public transport improvements in their area or bicycling improvements or really potentially other things like hospitals and schools because it was such a big spend, um, you know, it was going to total well well over, what was the final figure, 18 billion? Oh, it was getting, it was... Oh, anything between 8 to 16. But then we had the blowout with, well, not blowout, but the predicted thing with um, Stage 2, which I think they've galloped off and down the Western Distributor. That's right. Well, <laughs> that's a different thing. We can get into that later. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, as a result, um, we wanted to get out into the outer suburbs or into some of the marginal seats and let people know that um, what was going on, what was being proposed. And and sure enough, when people heard about uh, the issue and, and what the government had planned, how they were going to take all the uh, all the onus of um, the deal, if it was to go belly up and, and not generate any money, then the government would be footing the bill. bill. Um, as soon as people understood the magnitude of the error 
I think they really got on board our campaign and and um, and we just were one extra dimension to the multifaceted sort of fight against it. Um, which turned out to be successful, which is fantastic. Yeah, I think there was lots of things involved with the East-West Link campaign, including like there was a whole bunch of financial mechanisms which were sus as and the actual you know governance of it. But it did prove that that multi-level, probably old multi-level, multifaceted approach to campaigning actually got got the goods and you know, and. As part of, you see any legacy from public transport, not traffic's perspective? Like, you know, are you doing these events now, like race to town hall to, you to, know, that sort of, you know, you, from from the East West Link campaign, you're seeing what people want. Yeah, I want to go. Look, I I think the legacy one of the one of the best things about it is it's brought the community together on such an important issue. I mean, um, race to town hall is is an attempt to further that and and bring people that are that are concerned about the future of our city you know like when it comes down to it decades of government neglect in in sustainable transports whether it's active transport or um or public transport has meant that people particularly in the outer suburbs have no option but to drive and as a means of commuting or dropping their kids or off to school or getting to the shops it's all driving Mm. and and we're seeing it we're in a traffic crisis as a result and, and I think the community that rallied around the East-West Link also um, want to get active and want to see want to see this turn not just into a, a win by stopping something, but a win by actually creating the system that will, you know, get us around freely and sort of not just any old way, but in a sustainable way, meaning we've got, you know, less pollution as well in our, in our neighbourhood. That's yeah. quite important. Because with Race to Town Hall, it's like we're all going to, what's it, starts on Tuesday the 11th of uh, August and it's getting to the Richmond Town Hall by PT. Because I remember going back, this is almost 10 years ago, I did a, one of those great commuter races that seems to be popular yep. on uh, John Fain's program. Yep. It was very interesting because I was racing an ABC staffer and we, we got there plenty of time to spare and he was still trying to do a you know, three-point park. This is, this is the one where you... You're on bike and yeah. someone else is in the car and someone else is yeah. in the, using the public transport. Yeah. It wasn't entirely honest, I think, in hindsight, 10 years, because, like, I was on a little road bike. I had Steve, my partner, out the front being draft boy. Oh, yes. And um, I was probably around about 15 kilos lighter. And um, I went for the clappers, which wasn't really what we want to see now in terms of commuter cycling. You want a kind of a relaxed... Sure, sure, comfortable, sure. You know, it was you know ten years and a lot changes, but it was very interesting at the time to look back. That as a little time capsule. Look. Yeah, I think that's that's fantastic. Mm. Those, those races really demonstrated something that is counterintuitive for a lot of people that bikes get, actually get you places quite quickly. Yeah, yeah, but um, with race to town hall, I could think of quite a few things that had come up, and it. it was like if anyone's trying to catch the two four six bus along Hoddle Street. Yep, at yep. a certain time, sometimes it goes for. Absolutely flies that thing. I mean, I, I caught, I've been catching that thing for about 25 years. Yeah, you know, I used to go down to St Kilda to the markets on, my, on the Sunday and it used to fly down there. These yep. days, if you get on it, nah. Because I used to find it was actually faster to catch that tra- um, that bus in peak hour down at the end of St Kilda Road, right down there near the junction yep, to yep. get home. Yep. Then get on the St Kilda tram, which would take forever to get to Flinders Street. Yep, and sure. It was these kind of activity things. We haven't quite worked it out, have we? No, no. And, and that's a really good point. You know, like there are definitely going to be 
there are definitely going to be hot spots issues in Yarra, even though it's probably one of the better serviced areas in Melbourne. Mm. Um, and and we want we want to bring that to life in this in this race. We so that's why we're hoping people get involved. And we've already got a whole bunch of people that are excited to participate and show off the good and the bad of what's happening day to day. So you've actually got a um, like a rundown of the day. What actually occurs? It's like uh, eight o'clock in the morning. Um, the mayor pushes a thing called um, a start button. Everyone gets a text message to go. That's right. From wherever their, their yep. area is. Yep, that's right. All those, everyone that's given us their mobile number, I mean, that's sensitive information. So, yes. so some people some people would just leave at 8 a.m. But look, the idea is that people, people leave, as I said earlier, from wherever they want, um, whether it's their workplace, school or um, or home. And, and that's in the city of Yarra. And they take whatever public transport or multiple modes of public transport that they, they want to get to uh, Richmond Town Hall. And in doing so, I suppose we're hoping but by the time they get to Richmond Town Hall, they can tell us a bit of stuff about their trip, like uh, we got delayed or it was fantastic. I didn't even know that bus existed. I mean, we, we don't know exactly what's going to come up, but uh, we want this to be an opportunity to get the, get the community together and talking about what we need to make, to make this a truly world-class city. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with the rest of the interview about uh, Race Town Hall and how you can get involved. The Kurdish Workers' Party, otherwise known as the PKK, was established in 1984 to fight for the self-determination of Kurdish people in Turkey. It is supported by millions of Kurds and in recent times has played a crucial role in defending Kobani and Rojava against ISIS. Yet the Australian government named the PKK as a prescribed terrorist organisation in 2005, and it has remained on the list ever since. The listing comes up for review in August 2015. Australians for Kurdistan Committee in Melbourne is calling for the PKK to be delisted, and are collecting endorsements. You can add yours by going to www.liftthebanonthepkk.org. Australians for Kurdistan Committee in Melbourne is a 3CR supporter. You're listening to Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR 855 AM and digital. And Baresh is still in the studio. Hello again. Yeah, Still here. Yay. Okay. So um, a bit about the day and how can people get involved? Because you've got a range of activities on the day other than just race to town hall because there's going to be stuff at the end. That's right. Yeah. When, look, when you get there, the, the mayor will be waiting and we want you to draw on a map your, your route. Um using you know, the, the colour-coded textures that, that talk to the different mode you took or the various modes. And we, we want you to take some shots, basically, so some, some photographs, that is, so we can publicise it online. And, and it's all about building the movement for better public transport. I mean, after we do this, we're also going to link it to a survey that we're running and present all this information to local council, basically saying, guys, we've got your back if you want to build better public transport, if you want to build better cycle infrastructure all of it all of it's important because what we're about is easing our traffic crisis and making it a world-class public transport system yeah because uh if you got to like there's was it going to be a forum or something at the end of this or look we might do a forum but mm. um if if we are if we're not able to do a forum at the very least we'll be getting some of the 
people involved that were really active and really interested will be will be meeting again um, with the view to sort of creating a group that can directly lobby um, local council and maybe even take it to um, some of the state representatives. I think um, Richard Wynn, uh, the member for Richmond, would be uh, keen to hear from public transport users and cyclists about um, about the needs of this community. We are his constituents after all. You have a selfie stall there, don't you? Yeah, it's, it's just a fun little thing where people jump up and write where they've come from and the distance they travelled and um, we'll take photos and put it together as a little montage at the end of the day just to show all the different groups that were involved. So that means you must have the all-important hashtag. What we, is the hashtag? I think it's... Is it? Oh, God. Now I you've think got it's Ride2PT with two. No, it's... um. Oh, God, you've got me. It's P, PT. Better... Mm. Oh, I've got you. I haven't I've got, got it in front of me. I can give it to you. I can give it to you later. I think it's... <laughs> Something like race for um, public race for PT. I think that's what it is. Okay, so with the two, race four with the oh, letter okay. with the number four, and then PT capitals. Yeah, that's our hashtag. Sorry and about that. Will there be food and coffee? Um, yes, light refreshments are being supplied by City of Yarra when you arrive. So, look, if you just if you go to uh, race with a two town hall. Dot com. Um, you can sign up directly there and, and we'll, we'll get in touch with you. There's a welcome pack there, which explains everything. And, and then you depart 8 a.m. Thursday, the 11th of August and jump on, as I said, any public transport that suits and make your way to Richmond Town Hall. We'll all be waiting for you there and we can chat about uh, your public transport needs and your cycling needs. That's excellent. So go to that URL and register. Make sure that um, if you're... It's at uh, between ooh, eight and nine, so it's a it's a short, sharp event of one hour on next Tuesday. Yeah, look, it, we're going to be there till at least ten o'clock because I'm aware that if, if some people are travelling from the extremities of the city of Yarra, it might take them a little bit longer than an hour to get there. There's a potential that it could take a bit longer. So we'll def, you know, if you're going to set off um, and you're worried about about being late in the nine, no problems. We'll be waiting there for you. There probably will be a photo opportunity with the mayor. Which, which we're going to try and generate some press from at around 9.30. Um, so hopefully most people have arrived by that stage. That's excellent. Because, um, yeah, I love these little initiatives. Like, you know, you turn your, your commute into something a little bit more enjoyable. But, um, yeah, and I, I noticed there's been a little bit of discussion about broadening it because, you know, this is in a city base. You're, you, any consideration to taking this to another area like which may not be well served because I noticed that Wyndham did something interesting like this last year out west. Wyndham um, did a bit of a thing how to get into the city and that was kind of showing up how ridiculous some of the times were and what people had to contend with. Yeah look Chris I completely agree this mm. is this is actually our inaugural race it's the very first one and, and I think the city of Yarra is a perfect place to do it because there are already such a number of people that have an interest now in transport and mobility issues as a result of the East-West Link saga. But look, our, our intention is to go out to the areas that are poorly serviced. And, and Yarra, as I mentioned earlier, is probably one of the, has some of the best public transport in Melbourne. It could be better. It's certainly not world-class mm. and it's not connected as well as it could. Buses, as you mentioned, still get stuck in behind traffic and don't have proper dedicated lanes and trains are a bit overcrowded and all the rest of it. But look, there are other areas that uh, don't have trains, that don't have trams, and, and their buses are infrequent. So we want to get out to those areas, and we invite people that are from outside of the city of Yarra to also get online, and um, they can let us know about where they want to have the next race. 
Yeah, because there was something very interesting I read on the weekend. It was to do with um, the Age did a series of articles on you know public transport and the infrastructure. Oh, you might be across this. What was required to do a root and branch of Melbourne's infrastructure? Yeah, and yeah. they were saying, oh, it'd be absolute probability that we could do this because it, you know to do relay every sleeper and every do every do the ballast and all sort of stuff be the same as East West Link, and we're going. Oh, God, you still don't get it, do you? Yeah, look, <laughs> we, we're not hoping for any silver bullet solution, to be quite honest. I, know, I mean, but it was just, it was too funny to yeah, believe it is out. Hilarious, hilarious. No, no, we're, we're, we really think there's an opportunity here as a result of the East West Link win um, to basically turn it around and start getting the investment that Melbournians overwhelmingly want. Um, so it's definitely the time is now. Great. Thanks for your time today, Barish. My pleasure. It was great being here, Chris. Thanks for having me. At 17 seconds after 8.15, on the clear, bright morning of August 6, 1945, an atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima, Japan. August 6 and 9 marks 70 years since the U.S. atomic bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, which claimed more than 200,000 lives. Join the international campaign to abolish nuclear weapons, ICANN, for Australia's first ever screening of the extraordinary 1953 film, Hiroshima. Thursday, August 6th at 6.30, Collide Theatre, Melbourne. Bookings at ICANW.org.au. Proceeds support ICANN's work to ban and eliminate the 15,000 nuclear weapons that exist in the world today. ICANN is a 3CR supporter. And you're back listening to Yarra Bosque News Group and Community Radio 3CR. Okay, we've got a bit of news and events very quickly because, look, Sam's making faces as through the door. <laughs> Next for Dirt Radio. Anyway, uh, there's going to be a main Yarra trail closure at Cremorne Bridge, which actually entails means that um, the Burnley Wharf area is going to be closed between the 11th to the 13th of August. But, but the good news is it's between 10 a.m. and... 3 p.m. So it's not during peak, which is great because Vic Track are doing some work down there and that will be there for three days. Is that three days? Or am I counting correctly? Three days if you go 11, 13, I believe. So, yeah. Um, another really good thing that is coming up, if I, this thing will work properly, the wonders of technology. Okay. Uh, community bike workshops, their contribution to justice, sustainable transport and urban transport and the social economy. Okay. Simon Batterbury is putting on a workshop at down at uh, 221 Belvery Street in Carlton. Am I pronounced that correctly? I believe so, because I always get lost around Melbourne Uni. And that's going to be down at Basement Theatre 2. And he's going to be talking about community bike shops, bike workshops. And these are pretty big in Europe. And how to get something like that happening here. And that's going to be on Tuesday, the 18th of August, uh, between 1 to 2 p.m. at well, I just said the address at 221 Balvery, Bouvery Street, Carlton. Anyway, that's all we've got time for this week on Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio. The podcast should be up today on the 3CR website or go to yarrabug.org forward slash radio. And we're all volunteers, us announcers, so please, please, please make sure that you subscribe or donate to 3CR. And if you still want to do a Radiothon pledge, make sure that you pledge it to Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio. That's all I've got time for this week. Up uh, next week should be Val and Faith of the Winter Lurgies, Leave Them Alone. And next in the studio should be Dirt Radio. 
listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.